I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to episode 36. You may have noticed that I sound a little funny today. (laughs) I am getting over a cold and have kind of been putting off recording my podcast thinking maybe tomorrow my voice will be better. Maybe tomorrow. And it is the last possible day to record my podcast before I need to get it out to you guys. And I think my voice is actually worse than it was on those other days. But I want you to know I'm not in pain. Um, I just have a really funny sounding voice right now. So rest assured, it is me. I'm going to try not to squeak too much. Um, But I'm really excited for today's episode I get a lot of inspiration from the Facebook groups that I'm a member of, including my own, and this is a perfect example of a topic that I took from Facebook groups. This topic has been coming up in my group. It's been coming up in a lot of the other groups that I am a member of, and so I really wanted to come to you this week and break it down. So this week, we are talking about journaling. (laughs) This episode is going to be so, so good for you, especially if you are not a regular journaler, especially if you hate journaling, especially if you have a lot of thoughts about journaling that are holding you back from actually doing it. Before we hop into that, I wanted to put it out there for anybody who has been considering it or in case you didn't know yet, I am about to close the doors of my group program, Mompreneur Mastery, that I run with my friend and part-time business partner, Ann Kaplan. She is a parenting coach and absolutely fabulous. She is excellent at what she does and the work she does with parents. We work together twice a year. We do the master class, which you may have heard me talk about a few weeks ago. And we use the master class as a tool to fill our mompreneur mastery program. So this is a group program. We will not take any more than 20 women this time. So we have a few slots left and we would absolutely love to have you. If you've been looking for a group coaching environment, if you've been thinking about being coached, you can get more um, information about our program at samanthasiffring.com slash m. M. I'll put that in the show notes so you can click over and take a look, but it's a six-month program. It is a deep dive into parenting and how you're showing up as a mom, how to feel amazing about how you are as a mom, and Anne is excellent at giving you tips and tools and phrases that will really take your parenting to the next level and make it much easier for you. 
I take the reins on the business development side, and we have moms with all types of businesses and all stages of businesses, and we run through the basics, really mastering your marketing message, really mastering a system of consistently bringing in clients, really mastering consult calls and how you show up to them. Um, We also have a strong mindset side to this. We both heavily believe in mindset. So I would love to have you consider this program. It's by far the lowest cost way to get one-on-one time with me because this is a one-on-one group hybrid. So if you've been thinking about working with me and haven't pulled the trigger yet, this might be the opportunity that you've been waiting for. So like I said, samanthasiffring.com slash mm and that will be in the show notes if you don't know how to spell my last name which is totally fine okay let's get into journaling i first kind of want to go through why it's good to do there are a lot of reasons that journaling is really powerful and they may not be the ones that you think So studies have shown that it's physically good for your health and can actually strengthen your immune system to journal regularly. It can help you process through things, your emotions, your thoughts, big events. It helps reduce stress. It allows you to be more creative. It gives you more clarity and awareness about your thoughts and about situations you've been involved in. It allows you to be more productive, and it makes you more likely to achieve your goals. So it is very powerful to journal on a regular basis. And I just want to confess, you guys, I hate journaling. (laughs) I journal every day. I don't love doing it. Um... I would say about half the time I sit down in the first sentence I write is I don't feel like doing this today, Um, but I still have the habit and I'm still very diligent about sitting down to journal every day because of these benefits, because of the power that I have seen it have in my life. I have a lot of breakthroughs when I journal about what I'm thinking, about what I'm feeling, Um, A lot of times I'm definitely one to spin in my brain on kind of the same thought loops. And I find that journaling allows me to get some distance from that and just getting it out of my head and onto paper. I feel really differently about the thoughts that I'm having when I see them written out on paper. And I see that in my clients too. I have my clients journal regularly and what they find is that a thought that inside their mind feels very true and very compelling feels very silly and ridiculous sometimes when it's been put on paper. And these are the kinds of thoughts that are holding them back from taking action in their business or just making them feel bad or inferior or whatever. So it is really important to get that distance from your thoughts and really see what am I thinking? What What's getting played over and over in my brain? And is that what I want to be thinking over and over? 
So I mentioned that I don't love journaling. So I want to talk about why we resist it and the obstacles that are in our way as we try to sit down and have this strong journaling habit. I think the first is not recognizing the benefits. As I was kind of prowling around the Facebook groups this week asking people about journaling, I came upon a lot of women that I feel like don't really put much weight in journaling. They think that it is going to take too much time. They think that it's not going to be worth their time. Um, All kinds of things that they just don't see the benefit. I also think our default thinking is holding us back big time. So when we sit down and journal, we are doing that from a place of our intentional thinking. Sitting down to examine our thoughts always comes from our intentional thinking. This is not something our default brain wants to do. And then evaluating those thoughts and deciding if we want to shift them is very intentional thinking. This absolutely goes against all of our primal urges to stay the same, stay comfortable, and use as little energy as possible. It can be really uncomfortable to journal. It can be unpleasant. It can make you aware of things that you've been trying to avoid. It's really not something that our comfortable side of our brain wants to be dealing with. And it takes energy. Like just listen to your brain when you're like, I'm going to sit down and journal every day. Your brain's like, that's going to take way too much time. You can't do that. You have so many other things to do. We also come up with some very elaborate and compelling, um, but totally BS reasons not to do it. So one of them is that it's going to take way too much time. Um, I also see women who think it has to be a certain way, who get hung up on thinking that it's like Dear Diary, all kinds of crazy reasons. Basically, right now, every reason that your brain is coming up with as you listen to this to talk you out of ever trying it. (laughs) I don't even need to read them off to you. Your brain's doing it right now. So let's tackle those. Let's debunk some of this. Let's talk about what journaling is, what it isn't, and keep in mind that I, here in this section, am teaching journaling for non-journalers. If you are a hardcore journaler, you'll probably get some really good ideas from this anyway, but this is really tailored to those of you who are resisting this who um, have some very big excuses that have been holding you back from journaling, who struggle with it, all of that. People like me who basically don't want to do it, but know they should. Okay, journaling. It does not have to be ready to be published. This is the first thing I tell all of my clients when I assign journaling to them. This is not going to become your future memoir. (laughs) It does not have to be read ever again. I see a lot of women who are afraid to write things down because they really don't want to read it again, because they really think that it's negative and Debbie Downer and all of that. They feel like this has to be some beautiful chronological story of their life. It does not. It does not have to look pretty. 
I have one client who <laughs> I assigned journaling to her, and then she pulled out the washi tape and the gel pens and was like decorating the pages. And a little bit later in the episode, you're going to hear about my philosophy of what we write about in our journals. And it just cracked me up that she was putting washi tape around this to make it look beautiful. Journaling is not for angsty teenagers. It's definitely not, you guys. It doesn't have to be an autobiography. I saw a lot of women say things like, I feel like if I haven't journaled in three years, I have to catch up on all of the past three years in my journal, so I haven't been doing it. That's crazy talk. (laughs) Don't let that hold you back. It can just be a stream of consciousness. This is how I journal. It is literally a brain dump. Like I open the top of my head, pour out what's in there onto the page, and that's what it is. So for me, it's a stream of consciousness. Like I said, half the time the first sentence is, I don't want to do this. Sometimes it's my grocery list or a to-do list. Sometimes there's some really embarrassing things on there I don't want other people to read or see, and that's okay. It doesn't have to take a lot of time. My brain definitely throws this excuse that it's going to take a ton of time. It takes me like 10 or 15 minutes, you guys. It really doesn't take that long. I just fill one page. It can be repetitive. I have a lot of clients who get discouraged journaling because they feel like they write the same thing every day. And I feel that they aren't getting the point of journaling. It's not to have this interesting narrative for someone else to read and enjoy. It is to approach as like mental hygiene. I love to think of journaling like flossing. Like if you think about flossing, not every day is there some big piece of food that comes out. Usually for me, because I have this like weird gap between some of my molars, like I'm pretty much always getting something out of there every time I floss. Um, But like you could skip a couple days of flossing and not really notice. And you could floss one time and not really notice the benefit. But the benefit comes from daily showing up to floss every day over the years. That's where you see the health benefit of it. Hopefully this flossing analogy didn't gross anyone out too much. But really think about journaling is like flossing for your brain. So it is okay if it's repetitive. It's okay if it's negative. That's the point. It's to clean out the crap that's in there and get awareness about it and then choose what you actually want to be thinking. So let's talk tangibly about how to do it. I personally believe that pen and paper matters. I think it triggers something in our brain, and I think that we approach it very differently than we do when we're typing. So I really want to challenge you, pen and paper. I highly recommend that you do it daily. At the very least, I ask my clients to do it every working day. So when they sit down to work for the day, start with, dumping all their thoughts on paper and doing their mindset work. I don't think the time of day really matters, but I do think it is nice to do it before your work if you're able. Um, There was a time 
when I first started journaling, this was about a year ago, where I made the rule, I'm doing this daily, and if I don't do it sometime during the day, I have to do it at night before bed, which was the last thing I wanted to do when I crawled in bed at night. I wanted to sleep, I wanted to read, I wanted to scroll my phone, I did not want to journal. So that was kind of a good boundary for myself to give me a little more motivation during the day so I wouldn't have to do that at night. Although many nights, I still did it, rest assured. (laughs) I really encourage you to remove as many rules as possible about journaling to increase likelihood that you'll do it. So don't make up all of these rules for yourself about how it has to be a certain way. The most important thing is dumping out your thoughts so you can get that awareness. I encourage you to just free write. You don't need to have a prompt. I hear a lot of women who are like, well, I'll journal when I have a prompt. I don't think you need a prompt, but I'm going to give you some later in the episode because I love you and my journal prompts are becoming kind of famous. So I would love to give you some free journal prompts, but... I want you to try free writing. Just fill a page and write for a set amount of time. Um, You know, either one of those. You can just, I like to just fill one page. Some people like to set a timer. Either way is totally fine. Do not censor yourself. Don't hold back. Let whatever wants to come out, come out. Don't deny it. When you fall off, when you take a break, when you don't do it for a day, Come back to it. This is not a wagon that you have fallen off of. You do not have to walk back to the village and catch the next wagon. You also didn't go backwards. I think instead of thinking about yourself on a journey, I would love for you to think about having an on-off switch. And on the days that you don't journal, it's been off. And it's really easy to just flip it on. Don't overthink it. When I write out all of my thoughts to fill a page, I then do one more thing. I pick an interesting thought to run with through the mindset tool that I use with my clients. I'm not going to teach that in here. It's kind of a visual thing. But the basic premise is to question the thought for if it's true, if you want to believe it. Question what it's creating and how it makes you feel. And then you can ask yourself if there's another thought available or you can ask yourself who you'd be or what your life would be like if you didn't have that thought or have that belief. Okay, so now you know how you need to do it. I'm going to give you some additional reasons to do it. I'm going to review through those. These are all of the reasons that I personally journal on a daily basis. And for each one, I'm going to give you three prompts. Yay, journal prompts. You are going to love these. So the first reason that I journal, as I mentioned, is mental hygiene. I love cleaning out my brain. And here are three prompts that you can use to journal for mental hygiene. The first is what's bothering me right now. The second, what's holding me back right now. And the third, what am I feeling right now? 
So just free writing on those questions for a whole page is going to give you a lot of insight into what's going on in your brain so that you can have that awareness. Another reason I love to journal is for vision casting, dreaming big, and planning. So I do this a lot for my business. I will just write about my big ideas and do some planning for things that are coming up. So here are three prompts to help you with vision casting and planning. Where do I want to be in a year? If failure didn't matter, what would I do this year? And if there were no rules, what would I do in my business? Ooh, I love that one so much because guess what? There pretty much are no rules. A lot of the rules that we mentally have are just kind of made up. All right. Trying on new thoughts is another awesome reason to journal. So as you've heard me talk about, when we journal for mental hygiene, we come up with a lot of thoughts that are not serving us, that are probably negative, that are our default thinking, and that are in thought loops. After we've done a journal to clear all of those out, we can do another journal that is going to let us try on a new way of thinking and practice a new way of thinking. So here are three prompts for trying on new thoughts. There are 10 clients on the way to me. This is my $100,000 year and everything is working for me. So the way that you use these prompts is that you write out that sentence and then you write out more sentences in line with that. And you can come back to that one anytime you need to be refocused. So you might say, everything is working for me. And then you're going to look for all of the evidence why that is true. When we train our brain to focus on a new thought and think it often, it becomes a belief and our brains are perfectly designed to look for evidence for our beliefs. So the more that you work on trying to believe these thoughts, the more your brain is going to look for evidence. And so if you use these as a prompt, you can use then um, the rest of the page to collect all the evidence why this could possibly be true. The next reason I love to journal is to access inner wisdom. One of my favorite ways to do this is to write a letter from my future self. So I think about the big goals I have and I imagine myself in the future when I've achieved those goals and I'm living that life. And then from that mindset, I will write a letter to myself today, my current self. That is an awesome exercise. I know I've shared it on the podcast before, but I'm doing it again because it really is a good one. The next is, if I did know how to solve this problem, what would I do? This one sounds silly, you guys, but trust me, when you feel stuck, ask yourself this and then journal, you will come up with solutions. Here's one other good way to access inner wisdom when you are stuck in a problem. Come up with 10 solutions for a problem you're facing. 
and they don't have to be like the right answer. They don't have to guarantee a solution. This is just 10 possible solutions for a problem you're facing. And when you're in this creative solution focused space mentally, it's really going to help you figure out how you want to address the problem. The final reason that I love to journal is for gratitude. There's a couple different ways that you can do a gratitude journal. You can spend a month daily writing one thing that you're grateful for. You can list a hundred things that you're grateful for in one sitting. I love this one. I also like to practice self-gratitude and I like to assign my clients this assignment. List a hundred things that you like about yourself. This one is really powerful. Sometimes it takes a couple sittings um, to get a hundred things and there's no rules on this one. It can be shallow stuff. It can be deep stuff. It can be silly. It can be serious. Don't limit yourself there. Okay, now I'm going to give you permission and then I am going to send you on your way to enjoy your new journaling habit. I'm giving you permission to do it wrong. Sometimes I sit down and journal um, if my coach gives me a new prompt or something like that and I'll get really frustrated because I feel like I'm doing it wrong and I find that really uncomfortable. I'm giving you permission to do it wrong and feel uncomfortable and be okay with that. I'm giving you permission for your grocery list to make an appearance in your journal every once in a while. I'm giving you permission for you to come back and look at your journal entries from the past anytime you want and not judge yourself for anything you've written. I'm giving you permission to hate journaling and to do it anyway. I'm giving you permission to be curious, but not judge yourself for what you write. And I'm also giving you permission, if needed, to burn it immediately after in case there's anything incriminating. <laughs> All right, mamas, I hope that this inspired you. I really hope that you are able to take some nuggets from this and incorporate them into a regular journaling practice. There is a bunch of gold in this episode. So I really, really encourage you, if you weren't able to write down all the journal prompts, to come back to this and write them all down and to try them out. And if you do try them, please come over to my Facebook group, Online Business Building Mamas, and tell me all about it. I would love to hear about your success in journaling and maybe your failures, and that's totally okay. And I would love to hear how these prompts were for you. So look me up over there on Facebook, Online Business Building Mamas. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.